Hello and welcome to UC Today. My name's David Dungay. Today we have a fantastic session. We're going to be talking about delivering fantastic digital workplace experience with Microsoft Teams. I am joined by Kevin Keeler and Tim Yallens. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you both? I'm all good, thank yeah, you. We're doing good, David. Fantastic. Well, let's, let's do a few introductions to start off the session. Uh, I'll start with Kevin. Uh, Kevin, you help organizations understand how to leverage Microsoft technologies. I call you Mr. Microsoft Teams, uh, your part analyst, part consultant. Thank you so much for joining us. And Tim, Solutions Director of Voss Solutions. You work closely with your customers to help them design, build, and run UC and collaboration solutions. Welcome, Tim, to the show. Um, let's get straight into this conversation. We're going to be talking extensively around Microsoft Teams today. Kevin, I want to come to you first and talk about um, why does it seem that ongoing management um, piece is getting talked about um, a lot less than migration? Everyone's talking about migration, but not, not so much on that um, management side. Why is that? Why, what, what's going on? Yeah, well, thank you, David. I, I do think that that ongoing management is sometimes forgotten, or at least it's not, you know, adequately planned for. Migration and moving to Teams telephony, like that's an event. So organizations, they spin up a project, you know, they assemble a project team, and they exert more effort over a short period of time than usual. And then, ta-da, we've migrated to, you know, Teams telephony. And then, of course, the project managers and the engineers, they pack up and then they move on to the next project, you know, solving the next, you know, technical challenge. However, the ongoing management, I mean, you're going to be using Teams Telephony for a number of years. And so this sustained effort of ongoing management, even though it's not as intense, it's exerted over a longer period of time. And quite quickly that total effort associated with that ongoing management, it really exceeds the short-term more intense you know, migration project. So organizations from an investment of effort and from a cost and resource basis, they really should be spending more time planning for the ongoing management phase, um, as well as you know, not just looking at kind of that, that migration event. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not a destination, is it? It's an ongoing. Um, Tim, let's go to to you next. Obviously, Voss, um, you make solutions uh, to help organisations not only migrate but also manage. Uh, you know, UC platforms. Uh, you know what Kevin just said there. Does that ring true with you as well? Uh, it, it it really does. Uh, we're obviously involved early on with the implementation and rollout of a new voice solution, such as Microsoft Teams Phone. Uh, there's a lot of executive focus and help, if you can call it that. Uh, but post rollout, their attention moves on and it's left to the organization to manage and get the best out of the solution. And that's where we can help with appropriate tools on topics such as running the service efficiently, automating those regular day to day changes and keeping a track on usage, user experience and costs. Right. So, well, from an effort perspective, then you uh, you both seem to agree, which is always nice. Um, but but uh, let, let's go back to Kevin. But um, how exactly does focusing on this management aspect actually help companies deliver a better or exceptional digital experience? 
Yeah, no, and that that's a that's a great question, and and that's the key question, right? So you know, I believe how you manage uh, is the key. So you know, look, if you just move telephony from on-prem Avaya or on-prem Cisco or you know an older UCAS solution to Teams, that in and of itself doesn't really deliver any real benefits. You know, of course, after you migrate and the project's done, you're going to celebrate, right? That's fine. But really, it's during this management phase where now you have to ensure that you get the ongoing adoption of the features, right? So you promised that Teams Telephony was going to give you all these good things. Uh, but if nobody's using the features, or if you don't know if people are using the features, you know, that's not going to drive the return on investment. Or if user satisfaction, because you're not being responsive to the changes that they're asking for, if user satisfaction plummets after maybe, a, you know, initial honeymoon period, um, you're also not going to get the actual return on investment. And a lot of organizations move to Teams telephony because of the integration with the whole Microsoft 365 suite. And so it's really after you've implemented it that now we're in an opportunity to reevaluate some of the business processes, use some of that Teams telephony integration to hopefully improve overall productivity. And of course, that's what you know the organizations are looking for as they move to uh, newer platforms like Teams telephony. To telephony. Of course, as well, you know, if you do the migration, but organizations are not static. So people, you know, come, they go, they change roles. Uh, larger organizations are typically acquiring other companies. And really, you need to be able to be responsive to all those changes so that your end users have the proper configuration and access to the team's capabilities in whatever role they happen to be uh, you know, in at the particular time. And so to do that, you really need to have the right people, you have to have the processes, and then you need to figure out for your organization, you know, what are the supporting tools so you can provide that effective ongoing management that's gonna give you the return on investment that you promised when you started the project. Yeah. Tim, maybe you could talk to some of the um, specific use cases um, you know you see for, uh, at Voss in terms of that successful management of teams. Uh, maybe you could also sort of uh, weave in some of uh, you know how Voss's uh, solutions are designed to kind of help those customers. Uh, sure. Uh, let, let's start by describing what success might look like. It's a combination of getting the basics and the foundation right. And what I mean by that is it's the underlying services running without any issues across the cloud, any customer owned equipment and out to the users at their various locations, be that in the office, at home or working somewhere remotely. And then service delivery. The increasing expectation is that this can be self-service from local regional administrators or departments with only complex changes really needing the attention of the central IT specialists. And then finally, user experience and adoption. And against this, there's regular changes and new feature updates, uh, particularly if you think from uh, the likes of Microsoft and on the Microsoft Teams cloud. 
And there's constraints that organizations are working with, obviously. So things like budgets and costs and skilled technical resources, you know, particularly to consider. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I wanted to illustrate uh, some of these points and show a bit of the VOS tool set in action with perhaps the most common day-to-day uh, -day management activity in an organization, you know, that we hear a lot around. And that's around managing new users, uh, new joiners, movers and leavers in the organization. Uh, so here goes, let's see how this goes. Uh, if we can throw up the first slide, um, please, David. So without thinking about this and using the native configuration portal on all PowerShell scripts on Microsoft Teams, as you can see here on the slide, you can see that a new user onboarding, there's various onboarding steps to configure and activate the new user for voice you know, within the organization. And it's complex, it's a multi-step and it's an unwieldy process that you have to go through. So here's the steps on the slide here, you can see that and several of them. And here's the related PowerShell script as an example. And there's more of this if you're gonna do this in bulk. And what this does is it translates into quite a bit of time, has to really be done centrally by skilled staff you know, running these scripts to run these ads. And it's going to build up quite a bit of cost you know, on an ongoing basis from a management perspective, you know, particularly around this new joiners, joiners, movers and leavers process. So let's contrast this now with a VOS workflow. I'm going to bring in and show you how the VOS toolset can work here and show you this in action a little. Uh, VOS works flow to manage these ads and the automation uh, really to make the various steps and changes. If we can drop the next slide up, please. This is a VOS workflow in action. What you can see here is that users can be easily selected from the Active Directory and then assigned a certain service profile or persona and an option to configure a few simple and selected features, such as the telephone and contact number as an example. And then the, the workflow is going to run you know, with an audit trail and it's going to make those changes ac across the cloud and across the various systems. It really is as simple as that. And what's more, there's also an option to do this in bulk in the same intuitive way. Uh, so that streamlines the whole user onboarding and offboarding process. And the workflow itself, it can be triggered from just a normal service desk with a service desk agent. Could be a local administrator, you know, in a region, in an office, in a department, or perhaps it could be triggered from a ServiceNow system if that's what the customer is using. You know, if you want to embed this workflow into an existing uh, new employee onboarding process. So if we stick around this use case, for example, new onboarding, uh, new user onboarding with a set of services, you know, what's, what's the angle on tracking if they're being used? Uh, I'm going to throw up another slide here if we can, and that is around this important topic, tracking user adoption, usage and experience. So this is super important, you know, just from a productivity and a return on, on investment perspective. You really want to make sure as you're rolling out these services and onboarding new employees, that the, the, the services, Microsoft Teams Voice is really being used effectively by these users, you know, on the service. Uh, here's the slide and it shows you just that. Uh, you can see on here the various workflows. Uh, there's the main dashboard uh, on here, uh, really showing the workload by application. So you see in here, for example, chat, meeting and calling. And there's options in here to filter down on certain departments, locations or groups, uh, such as recent new ads to the organization. 
you can also drill down into the details around a particular user, for example. So you've got a new user join the organization, you're doing a bit of follow up. Um, I'm showing that on the slide here with the, with the uh, pop out graphs. You, you can check in with them, make sure they're not having any problems, you know, check if their usage is good, if it's low or not. You know, what particular parts of the collaboration service they're making use of. Uh, it's really essential, these analytics, to make sure that they're getting up to speed and using the service properly. And the information here can be summarised up and reported on dashboards and out in reports and distributed out into regular service review meetings that you might have around the organisation. Uh, so hopefully this use case around managing joiners and leavers in the organisation has helped illustrate the importance and the need for proper planning and proper tools for what we call the everyday management task on Microsoft Teams Voice. Ah, so Tim, um, you know, streamlining streamlining the that day-to-day -day management for these new joiners and leavers that you know really digitizes and improves that process. But maybe we can come back to you know managing costs for a moment. It's incredibly important in today's world. A lot of companies are struggling with uh, costs at the moment, obvious reasons. Aside from the automation side of things, you know, how else can Voss really help on 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 that side? Uh, yeah, so yeah, great question. Um, so getting the basics right, um, just the overall services running properly and correctly, uh, yeah, and then digitizing the service delivery, you know, with automation, and then following up and tracking usage and adoption, as we sort of discussed here, other other topics. But it's always important to keep a track on costs and budgets, and it's you know it's a key discussion in organisations, particularly at the moment. Uh, so what we've not talked about is this topic around uh, cost management audio, I suppose is a word for it, uh, around licensing, you know, allocating out telephone numbers and the services and the like, you know, where they're deployed, keeping a track on these and, and just making sure they're being utilised properly. Uh, all these come with a recurring operating cost and that's why it's so important to keep an angle on this, just to keep that under control and within budget. Uh, unfortunately, the regular joiners and leavers process adds a daily churn in here. If you can think of this, people coming in and out uh, to what is an already difficult process of extracting and correlating data out from the different applications, you know, from the different sources. And it makes it virtually impossible without the suitable without suitable tools to really track exactly who has what, you know, and what the associated costs are um, around that. Uh, so at Voss, uh, cost management uh, is an important part of this use case and the automation that we discussed earlier really helps. But if we take that a little bit further now, you know, and this is an example from a recent project, customer project we've deployed. And uh, to do that, we can just throw up the next slide. Uh, what we've done here is we're, we're linked into the joiners and the leavers process as we've discussed. But we're now also ingesting actual usage activity from users on the on, on the network, you know, from voice from the voice service via call records. Uh, so we've got analytics on his, historical trends, you know, perhaps over the last six months. But we've also got live data coming in here, you know, day on day, you know, which which is showing which users are active, you know, what services they're using, what assets have been utilized or not. And then from that, we're bringing up dashboards and reporting and getting that back into the organization so they've got an inf you know, information and can make an informed choice. Uh, so back to the project, um, there was configuration out there that was built up over time on various systems, but never really reviewed or cleaned. You know, so in this example, the pie chart here for telephone numbers, you know, just to pick them out as an item, you know, looked like this. 
you can see the numbers that are allocated and used by users, you know, plus those that are truly free and not allocated, you know, in the free pool. But there's some in here that are allocated, but only partly used. You know, so this might be users making a few calls a month. You know, so the question here is, and that gets raised is, does that user really need that service or, and that number and the associated licensing? No, it's an alternative mechanism to, to provide that service or whatever to, to identify and streamline those costs. Uh, but the big standout, though, is this large bucket of numbers that were allocated but not used. You know, so they're allocated onto uh, devices and, and the like, uh, but not attached to users or used over the period. And that's a cost there without any usage or benefit, really. Uh, on this particular project, this was 20,000 users in the organization, uh, taking this back to the core assets, you know, particularly around licensing. But this was driving a cost penalty of nearly $60,000 per month, you know, every month on month, you know, so there's quite some savings in there for the customer, you know, just by getting inside with, with some analytics, understanding what's going on and sort of streamlining costs through that. Wow, so that, I mean, these are real tangible uh, benefits to customers that can get this right. Um, thanks, Tim, for that, that was, uh, that was really great. Uh, and clearly, you know, organizations, they need to be thinking about this management aspect of Microsoft Teams as well uh, for the reasons you just mentioned there, Tim. Um, Kevin, let's come back to you. I mean, before we sort of wrap up today's conversation, have you got any final thoughts you'd like to share with our viewers today? Yeah, I mean, like Teams and, and more broadly, Microsoft 365, you know, and the whole suite, I mean, it's very powerful. and. I absolutely love helping organizations determine if Teams voice is a good fit and then, you know, helping coach them and helping them migrate to Teams voice if it's applicable for them. But really what I get excited about is, you know, is providing a great measurable return on investment and a user experience where the users say, yes, I'm, I'm happy with this. So, you know, that's really about leveraging the potential power and understanding what people are using and you know over time helping them use more of the features because most of us even people that you know deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis um have difficulty keeping up with all the features of teams because microsoft keeps adding new features so as tim said you know this you know the adoption piece isn't a one and done it's an ongoing piece um where because you want people to adopt the additional uh, features so that they're getting that productivity. And, you know, the analytics, like some of the analytics that Tim showed off, one of the benefits of Microsoft 365 is there's a lot of telemetry. And so, you know, tools can pull that data out. And as Tim showed, you can present it and you can use those insights either for cost optimization or to improve user satisfaction. But you know, it's sort of depressing because not a lot of organizations leverage that power. Um, and, you know, the automated tools and the analytics tools, you know, they can improve the overall responsiveness and consistency and the auditability of the processes. And of course that impacts security. Um, and, you know, those automated tools are often the keys to definitely providing that user satisfaction and on that return on investment that gets me really excited. And uh, Tim, have you got any final thoughts for our audience today? 
Uh, yeah, just a, a couple of thoughts on my side, um, uh, David. Uh, yeah, so we're we're obviously very focused on helping organisations get the, the very best out of Microsoft Teams, you know, the implementation of Teams, and and that's really around getting the foundation right. You know, it's around automating and digitising that service delivery, so those regular day-to-day -day changes that the organisation goes through, you know, on a daily basis. And then to provide analytics and, analytics and insights into the usage and the adoption of also that cost stream as well. Um, so we're, we're working with organisations to really help them out with tooling and uh, you know around that front. Uh, but if I can leave you with uh, you know perhaps one thought to take from here, and it's around automation, and that's really the underlying sort of bedrock that makes all of this possible. So I'll leave you with that thought. Uh, if you'd like to see more or you have a particular use case to discuss, you know, go to our website or drop us a note. Thank you very much. Well, look, Tim, Kevin, thank you so much for joining me and uh, sharing some of your insights around this management of Microsoft Teams. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you liked today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. Of course, if you want to find out more about Voss and their solutions that can help you, don't forget you can check out the link below in the description. Thanks very much. See you next time.